0: the best way to end that friendship is on a camping trip. (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. (sighs) So hard. You're listening to the Simple Camping Podcast. This is where we'll explore the joys, sorrows, and adventures of camping in the great outdoors through editorials, interviews, and of course, stories. campers mark here from overlandtrailer.com and this week's podcast is not one that i had scheduled i normally have some sort of schedule and production timeline and all of that sort of thing but this one's going to be an interruption to that whole plan because life will throw us curveballs and this past weekend we got a a pretty substantial curveball this past weekend was labor day Family and I decided we we're gonna grab the teardrop trailer and go camp with a whole bunch of people and uh, probably 50 some people. And um, we were invited to come along, so we did. It sounded like a fun thing to do. It's our daughter's birthday. She wanted to go camping for her birthday. I, of course, was very proud of her choice. And so we we have two dogs. And if you've read our blog for a number of years, There's a trip that we took with the dogs after we built our very first teardrop trailer. And it was basically our first trip where we went up on the Lolo Motorway, which is in Idaho, it's kind of part of the Lewis and Clark Trail. It's part of the uh, Nez Perce National Forest. And we took the trailer and the Jeep out there up at like nine, 10,000 feet. And we just went to camp out there. And I believe that is one of the first times our dogs showed up in the blog. And if you're curious about that story and you wanna see the beautiful stuff that we saw, it's absolutely amazing trip. I'll put some links in the show notes. But during that trip is where um, I nicknamed our two dogs. I nicknamed one of them Cougar Bait and I nicknamed the other one Cougar Meat. And of course that's tongue in cheek, it's funny. We love, and have always loved camping with our dogs. And this past weekend, we had a tragedy occur and I wanna get this out of the way so so that I can get on with the podcast. Saturday morning, we woke up, I was excited because we were outside and I'd seen the Milky Way the night before, there was no lights, it was amazing. And the short version is, there's a lot of people camping in a campground and a dog got loose from its owner, away from its owner, a larger dog, and came over and mauled uh, one of our dogs to death. And I did not realize like how much I love that dog. She was absolutely obnoxious, but we've had her 13 years. The vet's been telling us, yeah, she's aging, but she's got many years left and she, she's gone. And for us, for my wife and I, this is kind of like our, she was our practice for having kids, as crazy as that seems. And there's a lot of memories with Zoe and to see her dismantled like she was and to say goodbye to her on the ground right there. And I grabbed her little paw and I just rubbed it like I always have. And, and then I realized our kids weren't there and our kids had seen this. And so I went to the teardrop trailer and cause I'd seen the curtain move and I opened up the door and there's my daughter and our kids are young and, and she asked me if Zoe was going to be okay. And the worst part of the whole weekend was having to look her in the eye and say, she's going to die. And if you want to say goodbye to her, now is the time. And she recoiled and went across to the other side of the trailer, which thankfully they're small trailers. She couldn't just like run from me, but she kind of treated me like a rattlesnake and I held her and then she said yes, she wanted to go. So I carried her over and I gave her the warning like you're gonna see some, you're gonna see Zoe in bad shape. And put her down there and she just was right next to her mom who was also bawling and they just wailed. And then I went and got my son and brought him over so that he could say goodbye. And here's the funny thing, here's, here's the funny thing. One of the worst camping trips I've had in my entire life. And parents are, you know, when things like this strike, you wanna, you wanna be there for your kids and we are there for our kids. But what's really crazy is my son says goodbye to the dog and he hops up and he runs quite a ways away, and he comes back and he's got a little dandelion and he gives it to his mom and he says, I love you mom, it'll be okay. And in the midst of this horrific event, there's this sweet little boy who, who misses his his little pal, but is also giving us more support than than we could offer at the time. So it's it's been a rough weekend. Uh there's a lot of other details, but I am I am so appreciative for my family cuz they were camping with us the way that they loved us through the weekend and and the other people who were there as well and um I now We have reconciled with the owners of of the dog that got loose. We share this bizarre bond like I don't really know them, but now we do because my heart is now buried in the trees. So that is the rough part of this podcast. I want to move on to the stuff that I love and... I want to tell you camping stories about Zoe. That's what the whole point of this podcast is, but you needed the context of where this is coming from, because I don't usually talk about our dogs to really anybody unless they're barking and then I'm apologizing or grumbling, to be honest. A lot of people camp with animals and a lot of people throughout history have camped with animals. They really are our best friend. Like, I am really shocked at how hard this has hit me. And we've lost family members in the last few months. And that has hit me hard too. I would never expect a dog to hit me even half as hard as losing really vital, like not that nobody else is vital, but people that we are especially close to in our family. And it's unfair to compare humans to dogs, but grief, is a weird beast and 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 really the 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 death of the dog has brought a lot of the grief from the people to the surface again and i feel like i need to go camping (laughs) to get it out so i want to tell you stories about zoe she came into our lives really by accident uh, as far as i was concerned my wife and I are both uh, former educators. When she left the classroom, she taught grade school and her class gave her a dog, Zoe. And Zoe at the time could set her a little behind on the end of my fingers and her front paws on the back part of my palm and she was tiny. She was always tiny, she was supposed to be Um, like 20 pounds, Her, her mom is a schnauzer. So she's supposed to be like a 20 pound dog, but she was always a runt. I think she maxed out at like nine pounds. I am not much of an animal person. And so I've always had this weird relationship with just like, I just don't want the hassle. And she, here I end up ironically with a small dog that's yappy. I can't take that dog for a walk and still feel like a man. It's like tiptoeing and <laughs> whatever. And I, she was obnoxious, but I also re- recognize like she she weaseled her way into my heart. And I really don't know how she did that. I think she was a magician or something. We got her in, a, in uh, I think it was June, 13 years ago. And she, went on vacation with us on a camping trip with us in August, before I had to go back to school and teach and all of that. And our first trip with her as a camping trip was to Ocean Shores, Washington, a beautiful place. And we pulled out our little two-man backpacking tent. I had purchased an air mattress, which I'd never really done before. I always slept on the old thermo uh but i i purchased an air mattress so that my wife could be comfortable and we it basically filled the whole footprint in fact it more than filled the whole footprint of that tent so when we inflated that the the bottoms because there's a door on either side of the tent the bottoms of those doors would not actually zip shut because the mattress was was too much for it so we figured like is the the zippers down below the the top of the mattress so long as it, and, and we had a rain fly, so we weren't that worried, it was just like, you know, I'll we'll just get a little bit extra air maybe. We weren't concerned about insects or anything. So we uh, got there, we have the kennel in the car with blankets for the dog and all that, cause she's tiny at this point, she's so tiny. And I have kites, cause I love to fly kites out on the beach and we have food and I'm, we're, I'm just very excited to go camping. We lay down that night. It's probably about 10 o'clock at night. We lay down, it's raining, put the dog in the kennel in the car and she will not stop in her kennel, in, the, in in her kennel inside the car, she will not stop whining and crying and barking and so forth. I'm in my male brain thinking she'll wear herself out and fall asleep. She just needs to learn, like this is how we operate as a family for my wife, this was like heart strings. It was pulling on her and she couldn't take it anymore. So she got up and opened up the car, grabbed the dog. And she said, the dog can sleep at our feet in the tent. And so she set up her little blankets down there and stuff. I kind of grumbled about this because the dog's place is not on my bed. Then in the middle of the night, I get the elbow uh, and I wake up and Heather says, Mark, there's a wild animal outside. You need to go outside and see what it is. And and I'm thinking, if there's a wild animal, I'm not gonna go outside, and she pesters me. I'm like, it'll go away, it's not a big deal. You know, we turn on a flashlight, kind of make some noise. It'll go away, the noise doesn't go away, so I'm finally I'm just like, fine, I'll get up. So I get up, open the door, open the fly, slog outside, and there's little tiny soaked Zoe outside trying to get her way back into the tent, but she couldn't find her way into the tent. And what we think happened was that she was walking along the sleeping bag, uh, one of our sleeping bags, which was, of course, slippery, and she slipped, and slipped right out the door between the mattress and the door. So, of course, by that point, you know, we open the car, we pull out all the stuff, we get a towel, we rub her down, because she's sopping wet. We wrap her up in the towel, and my wife decides she needs to snuggle the dog to warm the dog up. I'm grumbling because now my bed smells like a wet dog. And that little dog comes up and she just plops her head down right between our pillows with an ear poking out on either side of our pillows. And she's just like out cold. And that was really funny to both of us. The rest of that trip was great. She met a crab for the first time and she barked at it and like scratched at it and then it came at her and scared her. She got completely filled with sand. We thought we would never get the sand out of her. She ran on the beach. We took her for a little walk and eventually we were just like, forget this. And we threw in a backpack because of all the sand, it was just too much. And we flew kites and and it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. And that was her very first camping trip of hundreds that she's been on with us. As I mentioned earlier, one of the other trips that I is significant to me with camping with Zoe was that Lolo motorway trip. And the reason for that is, we're very careful about our leashes and securing the dogs and all that sort of thing because she is small and she is yappy, and she can, she's, it's just good to have her near us. And you never know how an animal's gonna react to people she's never met, animals she's never met, or even people that she knows in an environment that she's unfamiliar with. And so we've always been careful with both of them about that. When we drove the low, low motorway, we were out in the in the wilderness and we're just camping completely off grid out there, uh, just on our own. And it was a it was an environment, one of the few environments where we could let both the dogs off their leashes and those dogs would just run. The two of them were like best buddies. They'd run out into the woods and they'd go sniff stuff and they would bounce through tall grass like little rabbits and our other dog's quite a bit larger. She's actually normal size for her breed, about 20 to 25 pounds. And the two of them would just like rip around in our campsites and lick us and just they were they had an absolute total blast they got full of burrs but it was kind of like yeah they get to enjoy this trip too and and we didn't have to really monitor them all that much because there was no one else around it was just our group and we were all comfortable with them and they just loved it for so so many days they just got to be completely free and run around. And that's, that is when I nicknamed Zoe Cougar Bait because she was incredibly fast and she could jump. She was like 10 inches tall, but she could jump up and look you in the eye. And Ella, who is our other doggy, is kind of the solid built, typical schnauzer heavy dog and the, and she's slower. So I called Zoe the cougar bait because she, she would bait the cougar and run and then leave Ella behind, who I called cougar meat, which is a twisted sense of humor. But in reality, I believe it would've come down that way had we met a cougar, which thankfully we never did. So those two stories about her on camping trips There's just so many amazing things that we've done together and you don't, unfortunately it takes something like this horrific end to her life to really pound home in my heart, like how how great those memories are with that dog. (laughs) My last night with Zoe was camping in a teardrop trailer the whole group got together and they were making s'mores and all that sort of thing. And I tend to be pretty introverted. And so, and I also love camera gear and photography and making films and all of that. And so I grabbed my camera, this camera, and I grabbed my GorillaPod and my phone, and I went out in this field And I pointed my camera at the sky at the Milky Way that we could see very, very clearly. You could see the band of stars and you could see shooting stars and you see satellites and of course, airplanes and all that sort of thing. And I got my, my phone out has an app that I can run my camera with. I had no service, which was awesome. That's the perfect camping environment. And I started shooting photos and I sat there under the stars, no moon, In the quiet, cool evening with trees and wind blowing around, shooting photos of the stars, and next to me on the ground was Zoe. And she just kind of chilled out there. She just, you know, it was like she was just happy to be near me. And it was this amazing, in retrospect, it was this amazingly peaceful moment with her. I had no idea the next day she'd she'd be gone. But I now value my last memory of her so much. And I think I would have anyhow, but it is my last like real honest interaction between man and beast with that little dog, as obnoxious as she was, was sitting outside on a camping trip, something I know we both loved, shooting Photos of an amazing scene in the sky. The best way to end that friendship is on a camping trip. (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. Ah, so hard. (laughs) So anyhow, that's the Unplanned Podcast. This might be sappy because it's about a guy and his dog... And I thought I'd just contribute my few mostly as a tribute to zoe and I hope that you enjoyed the ride as I've done this uh podcast here what four or five days later i I really feel for people it's been a very long time since I lost a pet and and I've forgotten the grief that can come from that it's it's its own unique sort of thing. I feel for the people who do lose animals. That's, it, it, is a, it is a personal tragedy. So um, we will return to our normal podcasting in the future. If you want to see some photos of our dog, I have some camping photos of her on that uh, link that I'll put in the show notes. And I'll probably share one of my last photos that I shot of her. We'll catch you again in the next podcast. This episode of the Simple Camping Podcast was brought to you by OverlandTrailer.com. Log on to OverlandTrailer.com to see all episodes of this podcast, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, and all the other places you like to find your podcast.